Morning team, nice to be company. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. God, honestly. You just hate these times of the morning, you know. You'd normally be expecting sort of something really big, like, you know, the ceiling to open up and balloons, like somebody's won a quarter of a million quid on deal or no deal. And uh, it's not done. I'm looking up at the ceiling thinking if it falls in, we're all in trouble. And not a balloon in sight. But a bottle of vodka did arrive. From my vodka lady, Betty, so thank you very much indeed. And with Alec and Hillary offering me the Chardonnay on ice. It's a bit early even for me, you know. I was thinking perhaps perhaps toast first. Toast first, then Chardonnay, at least. But uh, Betty's uh, daughter, because she had a, an accident a few weeks ago. She's now in a wheelchair. So Sue and Jenny have been wonderful. And I send them my, uh, my love. Hope you enjoy your gift. <laughs> could, could you say when you're doing another show, I will do. She said, because we, uh, we came to the last one at Hornchurch. You were very good as usual. Thank you very much indeed for that. But uh, the vodka's always very much appreciated. Money's always helpful. I quite like money too. I don't want to sort of start pleading. Uh, we will do the papers. We will be a little bit self-indulgent this morning because it's just the kind of thing people do, don't they? It's, it's once a year and it'll, it'll annoy the heck out of some people. So that's good news as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't, I've got to that stage where I really don't care. Even the producer sort of came up with the car, but very, very kindly left the price on the back of it as if to remind me how much she spent on it. You know, it's a case of, you know, shall I spend £2.25 on a card? I know, if I leave the price on the back, then two fifty. Yeah, sorry, sir, I couldn't read. Two fifty. And if I leave it on the hill, then know how much I've spent on the card, you see. Yeah. You took it off the present, that is true. But left it on the card, as if to sort of tell everybody, you know, I might have an £80 DVD player... And I'm going to get the money back slowly but surely. <laughs> so that was quite nice. It's one of those rude cards. One of those. It's 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 sort of it's it's funny if you saw it, but it's rude. And I've had lots and lots of um, uh, Jackie Lawson cards, things like that, which have opened up in the office because I can't do them in the studio. They will not open in the studio for some reason. And oh, I've got a slight problem at home with the computer. The router arrived, so that's good news. So I sort of took out the old router, and I've started. Putting the new one in. Well, I've put it in. It's got a big yellow cable which goes to the box. I've changed the box on the wall. But it's everything nowadays. You're probably the same at home if you've got a computer. It's all hidden behind stuff. You don't want wires trailing everywhere. And you end up, if you've got a computer, there's going to be at least six sets of wires or cables coming out of it. Where do they go? They go behind the chest of drawers it's sitting on. So I've got to pull this thing out. It weighs a ton. So you've got to pull it out. And I couldn't pull it out all the way. So I then had to sort of get me a little torch, which ran out halfway through. So very kindly, somebody sent me in a torch, one of those um, self-charging ones, you know, the, 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 um, the wind-up torches. So I'm very grateful for that, and the fan gel. And actually, that came in, I think that was uh, this one here. I'm pretty certain, actually. Was it that one? Was this the one? For, oh, no, Betty was the, Betty was the vodka. Who sent me that? It'll, it'll come down through this pile of cards in a moment. Because I do, I do do quite well in the card department. In fact, if we had strings across the studio, we could fill the studio this morning quite easily. So I've plugged it all in, having nearly taken the skin off my hands and everything else, and put in the disc that comes with it, and it started going through, and it gets all the way to the end. I put in the password, and it doesn't recognise the password. So I stupidly... Duh! Phoned the helpline. I phoned the helpline from the guy in Ireland, Tony. He was on answer phone. So I called the other helpline. I get India. So we go through this charade. First of all, they have to check out who I am. I said, all I need is the password. <laughs> I won't do the accent because it was good. But he, he said to me, he said, is it all right to call you Steve? I said, Listen, I really don't care what you call me. Just, it's, they've obviously got a script they're following. And all I wanted was, I wanted the two passwords. Well, he's given me a completely different password and username. 
than Tony gave me, so I didn't know which one to use. Anyway, the, the computer was sort of working. Now, because it's a Dell laptop, I cannot get the wireless activated. And I don't know where the wireless activation switch is. I have a feeling I've got to go down to the bottom, to the bar on the right-hand side, and click in on that and, uh, and activate the wireless for AOL. But up, up until now, I'm, I'm sitting there, got the router... Only four lights have lit up. Should be five lights. You can imagine, can't you? It's your birthday. And all I mean, I was getting so stressed yesterday. I mean, I was getting... I'm sitting there thinking, I'm, if somebody phones me now, I'm going to throw the phone against the wall. <laughs> I've had enough of it. I'd, I'd faffed around with it, you know, for, till the cows came home. But I was quite looking forward to actually getting back online. It'll probably happen today. Katie says, glad you got your contract renewed for another year. I listened to all your shows and I had withdrawal symptoms when you were off sick. Sorry, Steve, I liked Alan in his suit. Is it up there already? Is a suit... Oh, they ruined it. He doesn't mess about. He doesn't mess about. Take care and look after yourself. I, too, am a diabetic. Actually, I, I've... Uh, <coughs> I'm doing quite well, actually, recently. Oh, we've got a competition today. A competition today to win some, some Irish goods, because it's St Patrick's Day. So it's top of the morning to everybody. And I hope you have... Uh, very Terry Wogan. It was a little bit Terry Wogan. Sorry about that. It makes me feel like a retired person. I'm not just yet. My husband would like to say, says Gillian, how much he likes the aftershave you mentioned during your show by Esther Lauder. Called Intuition. Now, if you have low sugar count, keep some Lucozade High Energy Drink. He's found it's very helpful. Love listening to the shows, as you never fail to make him laugh with your comments about folk in the news. Well, there are folk in the news today, which we're coming round to. Anne says, happy 21st birthday for Wednesday. <laughs> Do you know what it must be like to be, uh, to be 20 again, or 21? Can you imagine? Is that, would that be a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Where would you be in your life? At 20, where was I? I can't remember where I was at 21. Probably here, I should imagine. I seem to have been all over the place. Sally Farmelow Neville, together with Judy Cornwell, who was in Rock Follies, are doing a play by Jane Huxley at uh, the Leicester Square Theatre. It's called When the Lilac Blooms, My Love. Now, you know Sally Farmelow Neville, because you know her Sally Farmelow. She's been in on uh, In Conversation. Well, no, she's not been in In Conversation. She's been in... Did she do In Conversation? I can't remember now. She definitely came in on the uh, the programme. But um, uh, she'll do very well with it. Very well. Very well. So, uh, Judy Cornwell, of course, you'll also know from Keeping Up Appearances, because she was Onslow's wife. Loved her in that. Uh, Val, from the CAA office, says, Frank and I would like to wish you a very happy birthday. Out of interest, did you ever go on the London Eye? If not, or you want to go again, let us know when you'd like to go, and Frank can arrange it. Thank you, Val, very much indeed. Down at the Club for Acts and Artists. John Robinson, he says, not long to your bus pass now. It's a cheery thought, isn't it? Not long to your bus. What, what age do you get that? 65. Years away from that, John. Years away. And, and, and Brigitte in Northwood says, look on the bright side. Think about the forthcoming Freedom Pass. The best pre- present I ever had. <coughs> I'm not even sure, actually. Um, whether, oh, blimey. I've been sent an invitation to go and see Robbie Williams. Because he's, he's doing something for heart. I've been sent an invitation by, by Liz. Ooh, would you like to come and see Hearts Live? Actually, I must tell you that um, Robbie Williams is in the papers today because his Sport Aid single, which I think they were hoping for a number one, I think they were hoping for at least top ten, only came in at 60. Now... The reason it came in at 60 is because I didn't have the faintest idea that it was out, and you probably didn't either. And if things only go on the internet, you're never going to find out, are you, at all? So, uh, Paul says, was I mistaken? Did I see John Warrington last week on Al Jazeera? You might have done, actually. Yes, he, he does pop up on there occasionally. Great show, he says, makes getting up for work at half past five almost a pleasure. 
Yes, it's the, it's the getting up at half past five bit, isn't it? People hate getting up. Actually, full stop, people hate getting up in the morning. They don't do it. They just don't do it. Uh, Anne says, have a great St. Patrick's Day. Have you watched Pineapple Studios? I've got to start watching it. I'm, I'm, I've, I've got to start watching it. I can't... The trouble is, there's so many things you've got to watch on the television at the moment. And that will have to go on to my, uh, my list. Simon says, happy birthday from the Dominican Republic. And, um... I was in a bakery the other day talking to two ladies. Well, you mustn't. It's not good. You don't just walk into bakeries and start talking to two ladies. But anyway, I was the topic of conversation. Good. Julietta, good morning. Says, I'm going to see the band Irish Mist this evening at a sample of Guinness. Oh, of course, it's your birthday. Julietta goes back more years than I care to remember on LBC. In fact, she goes back... I think she's back to Gough Square days. She's back to Gough Square days. And uh, a message here. Now, how do, I never know how you open these things up. You've received a message, but I've got no idea how how that's opened up at all. I don't know if... Oh, that's it, is it? Actually, it's Anita. Oh, that's right. I'm sort of scrolling down this thing, because if you click on things, sometimes it doesn't show up in the studio. Anita, thank you very much indeed. Andy Hayes. Oh, I don't want to talk about Andy Hayes. I'm just happily reading these things out blindly. Thank you very much indeed. About the same age as you now, Andy, aren't I? And Richard Hakey says you didn't mention your big day. I don't. I don't like it to be a big day. Talking of dark horses, I was, I was going to mention earlier on that um, Jim Diamond has just come back. You missed this one, actually, earlier on. He went to Thailand mm-hmm. to see his father. Stayed in a very nice hotel and he had a massage. But when you have a massage over there, they give you a little pair of pants to wear. Oh, you know. Oh, right. Oh, no, I don't know the story. Oh, right. Oh, so, but you know about the little pants they I give do. you. Yes. They gave him this little pair of pants. I promise you, they would not have looked out of place on a Thai minuscule lap dancer. <laughs> Tiny little things, which when you stretch them... They become see-through. And he brought them back and was proudly showing me in the office. He said, do you think we can get Richard Hakey to try them on? Because Richard is about the only person who's thin enough in the office who can try things on. And I said, I don't think so. And then it came down to how much money. And then it, then it all got confusing and very complicated. So we decided not to bother anymore. But he brought these things back from Thailand as if to say, look at these. Because I, I thought he'd been to one of those lap dancing type clubby things. And uh, nothing could be further from the truth. But he had a massage. He said, but I, he said, I don't really, I'm not really into massages. See, I can't bear massages. I absolutely hate it. And the idea of wearing little pants, I'm afraid, does not, you know. Andy Hayes, I could see in a little pair of pants like that on a massage table. But that's a, that's a fantasy that we'll save for another programme, I think, for less fortunate presenters. Anyway, uh, news coming up. We'll take more of your texts and email. We will do the papers, I promise you, because she's rushed from her home in America to see him because he's practically on his last legs. Yes, David Beckham's wife, Victoria. You remember her? Yes, still married. And she rushed over there with the dark glasses on, uh, looking as tearful as... A- he's only done a tendon in, for God's sake. He's not incapacitated and blown up by a volcano or anything like that. He's not been to Helmand province. He's just... You know, all he's had is... It's a tender and he's out the, of the World Cup, and that's about it. But she's rushed over there. It's all terribly traumatic. And again, no coat! Don't these people wear coats when they rush off? Where do you, where do you keep your packet of peppermints? Heads. Heads. Oh, heads. Oh, right. 16 past five. These are the headlines. The union involved in the British Airways cabin crew strike is talking to a union in the USA, which could cause even more chaos. 50,000 sixth formers are being told to rethink their lives because a lack of university places means there's no chance they'll get in this year. And fewer than one in five men would take advantage of the proposed six-month paternity leave because of the money they would lose. Let's have a check on the roads for you this morning. It's Hugh Broom. Happy birthday, Steve. Thank you. Uh, right, we're, we're starting... I'm not going to mention anything about you. We're starting...
Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. Thank you for the uh, the texts and the emails. And uh, I'm, I'm opening the card slowly because I'm always waiting for a £50 note to drop out. You know, as you do when you get to a, you know, you have a birthday and you open the card. You know when you're a child and you get them in and, and your parents prop them up on the kitchen table and you're having your breakfast and you go, which one's like... And you sort of, you gradually run your fingers over the card. I learnt at an early age I could run my fingers over a card and tell whether there was a note inside it. No point in having disappointment. You know, you open the card and you go, oh, look, one from, uh, from Auntie Wendy. No money. OK, right, so Auntie Wendy went into the I'm not going to be thanking you in a letter pile. Whereas the other ones you had to write back. OK, thank you very much indeed, Auntie Wendy, for sending me ten shillings for my birthday. Lots of love, Stephen. And that was all you did. Must have cost my parents a fortune. So much easier with email. Sheila in Hemel Hempstead, thank you very much indeed. She says you'll be selling your br- birthday. And, um, yes, some hat tricks, though, thank you. Uh, Shirley and Brian in Bobbingdon. Cards are getting far more... Far more imaginative than they ever used to be. Sylvia and Wendy from Hanwell. Any news on the Beck? Not just yet, but don't worry, you'll hear it first on the programme. And from Mary and Richard in Hastings. Hastings. I went to... I did a gig in Hastings once. I did a gig in Hastings. I went down there a long time ago. It's a card in plastic. It must have money in it, mustn't it? You can always tell, can't you? Run your fingers round. Quite exciting, this, actually, isn't it? I feel like a clown's going to burst in the door. Oh, how lovely, look. This is from my, my Auntie Enid sent me one. Oh, how lovely. There's lots of love from Auntie Enid. Up for the cup, apparently. She's lovely. She's, um, she's, she's doing quite well, actually, for those people interested. She's, she's, she's getting there, slowly but surely. It's not, you know she had a fall the other week. Well, I say a fall, Matron pushed her. And uh, I think, frankly, she's been living too long in the room and they've had enough of it, so they're trying to get rid of her as quick as possible. But she, she's OK. She's, um, she's got loads of guts, you know. I mean, even though... I say loads, she hasn't. She had most of them removed by the surgeons. But she's, 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 she's good at, at dinner time. She can have anything she likes off the menu, provided it's liquidised. You've got no idea the problems it causes in the kitchen. Margaret says, at least you're not as old as St. Patrick. Some days you do feel it, though. June and Darren says, if today you only get back a fraction of the happiness that you give others, you'll have a fantastic day. Oh, we're all going to cry. I know. You've got no idea who listens half the time. I just see the audience figures. As long as they keep going up, I'm fairly happy with life. Seems to be the way the management think at the same time. Cathy and Sam say, you share this with my husband and wonder if you could say happy birthday to him. You must go to Ireland. They would love your direct approach to everything and everyone. No nonsense. Love the show. Generally wake for five, but always for six. I bet this morning, Cathy and Sam, you are up. So, uh, happy birthday, Sam, as well, for St Patrick's Day. John Alexander says, happy 38th for today. Uh, Denise says, I love your show. What we liked here. It'd be awful if somebody wrote in saying, I don't like your show. You think, I always, I always feel a bit sorry for people like that because it seems a bit pointless writing to somebody, telling them you don't like the programme, and yet quite clearly you must do because otherwise you wouldn't bother writing. Um, Gavin says, can't believe you're 38. Where was your paper round? Helmand Province. Oh, I don't know, honestly. Corin and Tony, I did get the present. We laughed and laughed and laughed. I should have brought it in today. I'll have to bring it in tomorrow and show you. It's, uh, it's, it's easier for me to bring it in tomorrow and explain it on air than to describe what it is. But we laughed. We did laugh. Although, I have to take you to, 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 to court, Corin, because it said batteries included. So we sat there, we turned it on, and we waited, and we waited. And we did all the things you were supposed to do to it, and, and nothing happened. And so eventually we decided to open it up, and we discover there were no batteries in it at all. Imagine how stupid we felt. So we, Michael had to rush out and buy batteries. Dawn, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday you, to you. Happy birthday, dear Steve. 
Happy birthday to you. So I hope you have a lovely day. Enjoy the breakfast with Amanda. Oh, I'll be paying, don't worry. There's no danger of that. She'll come up with the usual trick. Oh, I'm, oh, I've left my wallet in the office. And it's either I have to run out the door, you know, or something like that will happen. She says, um, I've rather enjoyed looking at the photos of your week on the LBC website. Jonathan Levi was a real surprise to me. Rather dishy. Ooh, oh, don't tell him, for God's sake. We'll never live it down. I was imagining him looking something like Stephen Merchant. So I got him completely right. Oh, he's much smaller than Stephen Merchant. Much smaller. Um, but, uh, yes, the pictures are on the LBC website, which is lbc.co.uk. It's Steve Allen's week in, uh, in photos, and it's got it all on there. And it has to be said, I suppose, if you were looking at people, most people go, John Warrington is very sexy, you know, in a sort of Robert Mitchum kind of way. And Jonathan Levi is sort of kind of sexy in a sort of, in a fairly young person sort of way. But don't tell him he's good-looking, because I mean, it'll, just, it'll just make him dreadful. I promise you. Uh, Dan, he says, who'd have thought? 38 once again. Losing track of how many times you've hit 38 now. That's Dan and Danny and the girls. Actually, I've not seen you on the bus for ages. I did do a bus the other day. Where did I go on the bus? Got on a bus somewhere. Oh, no, I went to get the car washed in Kingston. I thought I'd treat myself. The only reason I treated myself is because it was looking a bit dirty. So I got it washed, and then... And then I came back, and then I remembered, stupid boy, stupid boy, it's going to rain on Thursday, and it's going to tip it down on Friday, and tip it down on Saturday as well. Uh, Carol Ashby, thank you very much indeed for the birthday wishes, and my Auntie Pat as well, who has become a convert to the programme, and listens most days, especially on Sunday, especially on Sunday, which she likes. Uh, Steve, look at your laptop keyboard, try pressing FN and 1 together. If not, then open control panel, press connect, and then your router should be on the list. Press connect. Thank you, Jeff. I should try that. Like, it, I tell you, it drove me mad yesterday. Mad. Paul and family in Manchester, catching up with you next month. Love and best wishes. Happy 39th. If only, could, if only we could remember which one it was. If only we could remember. Uh, Brenda in Holloway, thank you. Susanna says, you look so good. For, for 21. Yeah, right. Jane and Rick. Olivia at the Brentford Delivery Office. And uh, daughter-in-law, Kerry, also her birthday. So that's good. Uh, Vivian Chelmsford, thank you. Stephen Harlington. Joyce. Christine in Leighton. And uh, the Wi-Fi icon is next to the clocker in the control panel. Happy birthday. Nice to put faces to names on the photos. Just wished I looked like Jonathan Levi. Make it so much easier, wouldn't it, really? Uh, Linda in Cromer. Morning, Linda. Mark, the bailiff. Patrick. Uh, Steve, happy birthday. To you was I the first? And that's uh, Angela from Southwest. No, you're way down the list. Gillian <laughs> uh, Kingsbury, uh, John the cabbie from South London. I do that quite well actually. Even I think it's quite good. Brian says happy birthday. Two for today at Cheltenham, Punches Town, two forty. James Devesey, four o'clock both each way. Okay. Sue and Mark in Epping. Hello, Jackie and uh, Joanne as well. Thank you very much indeed for those. Very quickly in the uh, the papers. Apart from the fact that Victoria Beckham has rushed to his bedside, you know, I mean, as, as if he was... He's, he managed to walk into the hospital, managed to walk in. Also, he's been in there for a day. I don't know what she was doing. Perhaps she was very, very busy. But she had a tearful reunion with him. I mean, it's... He's a sportsman. They have injuries. Grow up! Get over yourself. But apparently one said, hospital sources, David's eyes lit up when Victoria arrived. I know, he's going, who's that? They went, it's Victoria. Victoria who? It's your wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, hello. You haven't seen her for such a long time. But anyway, um, the good news is that they're trying for another baby, apparently. I love this. 
I love I'm, I'm thrilled the fact that we know what they're getting up to. They'll have to do it in between her jetting backwards and forwards. I don't know how they manage it, to be honest with you. Can't be much passion involved. Can't, listen, I've got... Listen, there's a two-hour flight turnaround, Dave. All right, can you manage it during that? Never going to do it again. There's a story of two boys in the papers today. And uh, this is after uh, they took Meow Meow and it killed them. Now, I don't want to point out the bleeding obvious, ladies and gentlemen, but if you take drugs and you take them in nightclubs there is a very good chance you will die and whilst i feel immense sadness for the parents and for tony smith who begged youngsters to stay away from it he said i don't want this drug to kill any more kids i'm sorry to tell you tony um that would be lovely to think that will not happen it will happen because youngsters cannot it seems to me enjoy themselves in nightclubs without stuffing their faces full of illegal drugs so they take this drug here uh, this lad who died, one was 19, one was 18. And you might say bloody waste, and I would say bloody waste as well, but at the same time, dumb or what? You take drugs, there's a good chance you die. You try auto-asphyxiation, there's a very good chance you die. There's no two ways about it. You can't spell it out any more to people. You know, you get behind the wheel of a car when you've had two bottles of vodka, there's a very good chance you will die and somebody else will die. I mean, you don't have to be intelligent to know this. That's what worries me. And each time, I remember when that girl died of, um, she didn't take an amphetamine, what do they call those tablets? Ecstasy. Leah Betts died. And I remember talking to Leah Betts' mother on LBC and saying, you know, I don't think that printing a picture of her dead in hospital is going to make any difference at all. And I'm absolutely right. In the same way that you could take people round who smoke, and I'm a smoker, I was a smoker, you could take them round hospital and say, look, these people are all dying of emphysema. If you're a smoker, you're addicted to it, you enjoy smoking. Nothing's going to change your mind. They could die, they could pull somebody's body apart in front of you. It's not going to change your mind. You can say to somebody, look, Leah Betts died, she took ecstasy. And the people who enjoy taking ecstasy will say, but, they, but millions of tablets are consumed every day and very few people die. She probably had an allergic reaction. She did. But until you take these drugs, you don't know if you've got the same allergic reaction. That's why when I read stories of kids who die, I go, tough. But unfortunately, they know the risk. I mean, you might as well say to them, I'm sorry, you could die. London's biggest conversation. LB... Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. Thank you very much indeed for all the uh, the texts. We can't. We, we're ploughing through as many as we can. Unfortunately, that they've overwhelmed the producer just a little bit. She's a little bit stressed out with it. So she's sort of getting there slowly but surely. She said, "I said, I said, we had a couple in. Had a couple in." She said, her voice went up two octaves. A little bit worried. She said, "Had a couple in. A couple of hundred already." Uh, oh yeah, is thirty-eight your favourite number? I don't know why people are uh, bespurching the fact it's 38th. And uh, happy 39th, says Joe. I'm a new fan of the show. I discovered you totally by accident when I set the alarm wrongly back in October and you've been laughing me out of bed these mornings ever since. I also download the podcast and take you with me everywhere. Thank you very much indeed. Hope you've checked out the photos on the LBC website for the week of the Steve Allen show. And if I hear somebody else writing in about Jonathan Blooming Levi, I should take him off the roster. Dawn says, it's a poem, roses are red, violets are blue. When you're on LBC, I enjoy listening to you. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, another one here from a lady in the, uh, in the wheelchair. And that is Elizabeth. Uh, she sent me a birthday card uh, from the, uh, the mouth and foot painting artists. Which is really nice, actually. Really, really nice. Very, very nice indeed. Thank you very much indeed for that. 
Very nice. I like stuff like that. Everybody's got a talent for painting. I'm always there. Shirley says, love the show. Wake every morning and listen. And Anne O'Farrell, that's a good Irish name for you, down in Shepherd's Bush. Thank you very much indeed. And from uh, Catherine in Wokingham, thank you for that. Very, very grave. Nice cut. Some love. She said, ageing gracefully. I wouldn't actually say that all the time. But, uh, some mornings you don't age gracefully. Other mornings you do age gracefully. But then that's why it's, it's radio. I like Jane Moore's column today. She's talking about former England goalkeeper David Seaman. Now, you remember David Seaman? He used to have the silly little ponytail at the back. And uh, he's just been granted a divorce from second wife Debbie, who declared him intolerable to live with. Now, you remember this story. The producer goes, oh, no. Well, you know why? Because Seaman, you remember, left his first wife and two children to move in with Debbie, by whom he also has two children. He then left Debbie for his dancing on ice partner. Do you remember? Made all the... Yeah, they were having a fling. Oh, yes. That was Frankie Poutney, who crashed out of the competition with Danny Young at the weekend. Oh, that was all over the papers. Whether he will now grant Frankie the honour of becoming wife number three remains to be seen. And this is where Jane Moore hits it on the head. She says, perhaps she should heed the old adage that when you marry a man who cheats on his wife, you are married to a man who cheats on his wife. OK. They never claim they do it again, but they do. Uh, Wale says... On my way to work, we'll send you something from my anti-aging kit when I get in. <laughs> People think I need, it. need an anti-aging kit, for goodness sake. Uh, Michael Dennis, very happy 36th. He's the black cab poet, of course. Christine in Ilford, thank you. Wendy in Walthamstow. Brian in Hampton Hill, easy on the fizzy pop, he says. Uh, and Dee says, uh, happy birthday, 39. Hi. Make sure you stay 39 for the next decade. Health, wealth and happiness. Justin, the tram driver. I like that idea of a truck. I could be a tram driver. I'd love to drive a tram. Can't, you have to go to Croydon. Or, or Blackpool. Blackpool's still got the trams. I don't like Blackpool. You're right, actually. I don't know why. We, yeah, but I could drive a tram because I could, I could sort of drive it over people. I could see them crossing the road and I could go, it's all right, I'm going to slow down. Not. Coddy from Stockwell. Thank you. And uh, from Mitch Jackie and all of Westminster's Night City inspectors. Oh, and David in Islington celebrates as well today, and that's from Mitch Jackie and all of Westminster's Night City Inspectors. Uh, June D, happy birthday. Rose, Alex in South Norwood, and Nicka Bromley says, depending on the age of your laptop, it may not have wireless capability. You may need to get a USB dongle. No, I do have wireless capability. They've already checked that. That's why they sent me the, uh, the thing. Jan, have a great day. Jan and all the, uh, the team at... Uh, the Queen's Theatre in Horn Church, and from Otis in Camberwell, who's just got back from Jamaica on Friday, being there for three weeks. Missed the show like mad, but will podcast. Three weeks in Jamaica, how lovely. Three weeks. I could do with lying on a beach, but then, of course, I don't lie on beaches. I'm not a lying on beach kind of... I get a bit bored lying on beaches. I don't know what to do. People sort of say, like, oh, we've got the competition. We've got a competition to do a bit later on, haven't we? I'm just looking at this Apple iPhone, actually. I just realised it's Clive Bulls from last night. Because we did one of those last week. Nick Ferrari this morning. Culver Ranger, the Mayor's Director of Transport Policy, is uh, going to be looking through the papers. And they're going to be asking why the government plans for compulsory insurance for dogs were dropped barely a week after they said they were going to bring it in. And also, Baroness Deitch has warned that gay or lesbian parents cannot be best for the welfare of children if there is no contact with adults of another sex. Is she right? Well, I mean, quite clearly people do have contact, don't they, with, uh, with people. But uh, they'll be looking at same-sex parents, good or bad, with the Reverend Martin Reynolds, who's a gay Anglican priest, who's been fostering a boy from the age of four, and he's now 22, 
Martin and his partner are now trying to adopt another child, but Lynette Burroughs will be saying it's bad. She's an author on children's rights and a family campaigner. It is all... I mean, I don't... I, I never quite got the, uh, the problem that people had with same-sex parents. The reason being, I think, that most people would say... Uh, well, I was about to say the most people, but you would find the far right just about to drop off the cliff with Genghis Khan would be the ones saying, uh, well, of course, if you have same-sex parents, there's a very good chance that, uh, that the child will be gay. Well, seeing as most gay children came from heterosexual parents, I didn't quite get the argument on that one, but it's, it's, worth, it's worth considering. Uh, this is the girl in the paper today, the 14-year-old lap dancer. Broken Britain, they say. Uh, a shocking insight into the seedy world of lap dancing, where you go out there and they, they, whatever they say about trying to make it acceptable and trying to make it, oh, you know, this is a really classy, it's women taking their clothes off for men to leer at and they get paid. I don't know if it comes down to exploitation, because I don't know who's exploiting whom. I'm not sure whether or not it's the men... I mean, I just seem to think to myself, and that might seem a bit churlish, but 20 quid for a three-minute dance. My Auntie Enid would dance for a day for £20. You get girls in nightclubs and they gyro, and then you see them in daylight, and you suddenly realise how rough they look. It's like glamour models. I told you yesterday there was the Jordan programme, and there was this, I'm assuming a glamour model, called Emma. And Emma turns out, and you just knew she was glamour model. She had that bleached look, that bleached blonde, hard-faced look. Did you see it? It's just, it's just... Dreadful. I know, the producer can't believe it either. But you sit there watching it because it's, it's car crash television. But I, I could look at glamour models and go, I know what you do for a living. They go, Adji, no! You go, because you've just got that hard face look, I'm afraid. It's that, you know, couldn't really care less, I'm exploiting you, I'm going to try and look sexy. It's not a good advert for Botox, was it? I know, they look bad. In fact, the closer you go to Katie Price's face, the worse it looks. She's full of bumps and lumps and she's really got bad skin and yet... Naively, the doctor, whatever he was, the man in the white coat, said, um, oh, you've got really good skin. I thought, you're quite clearly wearing glasses for a reason, mate. And the reason is, you're bl- You're compared to what? Compared to a camel? It was just dreadful. It was really bad skin. I didn't like it at all, I'm afraid. Uh, Scott says, happy birthday all the way from Australia. I've been following your show during my nine weeks of travel through America, New Zealand and Australia. Keep up the good work. It's probably like it, actually. Scott is from Crawley. It's like a joke, doesn't it, really? I'm sorry about that. It's not meant to be. Happy birthday. Are the team drawing the short straws as to who will give you the bump, says Susan? There's not, there's not 20 people in this place that could lift me up, I'm happy to tell you. I do like that. Do you remember at school people go, we're going to give you the bumps? What was fun about giving you the bumps? You nearly broke your back. You know, you ended up going down. It was never supposed to be fun, was it, the bumps? I never understood that other one. Pinch and the punch for the first day of the month and no returns. I used to go home black and blue from school. My mum would say, what's the matter? I get the first day of the month. So she just accepted. That's what I came home like. Uh, Paul said, call me an old cynic, but I hope the Davy boy remembers to take the sock out of his designer pants before they decide to do it again. Because you remember, this emanates from the story of Davy boy who did his pants advert. And people were going, oh yeah, and I'm going, I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. It doesn't look like that in pants. OK, it's as simple as that. And I know that a lot of models use um, a plastic thing that kind of goes over there. Because it's just... Otherwise, it would be just too revealing. Oh, and Jedwood uh, played uh, Manchester the other night to glowing reviews. Funnily enough, uh, all mentioned apart from Lloyd. Is he not on the tour? I thought Lloyd was on the tour. He was the pretty Welsh boy who, uh, who, who wasn't very good. He was just sort of pretty, but then with bleached hair and tattoos at the age of 16, I think. 
Uh, Steve, uh, 30, 38, 1938, more like. <laughs> well, you're way out on that one. Actually, if it was 1938, it'd be even more exciting. 1938, I could have been, uh, could have been born in 30, I wonder if anybody, oh, because I'm older than Nick Ferrari, aren't I? I think I'm older than Nick Ferrari, I now can't remember if I, what do you mean, yes, she says quite, how do you know? You think Nick's, well, I mean, I'm not sure if I am now, I don't think I want to be today, I think I want to open another card, it says, welcome to your 24th year, I've decided, this is one from, uh, from Sheila, thank you very much indeed, all my best wishes, another great birthday. It's amazing how many we have celebrated. We have celebrated quite a number of birthdays, haven't we, over the years? Well, in fact, 38 of them, I think, plus VAT. It's a nice, can't can't get out the envelope. Oh, it's a theatre. Oh, The New Yorker. I like that one. That's very nice indeed. And that's from Louisa on the Isle of Dogs. So glad you're feeling much better. Actually, I was, but then just having listened to Matthew reading the news, it sounds like he's on the way out as well, doesn't it, as as, as his voice goes like that. Oh, the good news is condom ads are back on the telly. Great. Just what you want, isn't it? A condom ad on the telly. They're going to be shown before the watershed. Before the watershed. Now, I don't know how you feel about ads on the television uh, about that, uh, but they're, they're going to be allowed any time except close to shows seen by kids under ten. Well, it's just anything up till midnight now, isn't it? Kids of ten, they don't go to bed, do they? Noreen and Brian. Actually, I have two cars from Noreen and Brian. Have a great day. Thank you very much indeed for that. Someone special. That'll be me. Uh, Michael Jackson has signed the biggest record deal in musical history. Um, as they say, and they said after Presley died, good career move. Because if you die, all of a sudden your back catalogue uh, starts uh, becoming interesting. And Michael Jackson's back catalogue would be very interesting. 132 million is uh, what Sony have uh, offered for 10 albums. That's including stuff you probably haven't heard before. So that's very, just one or two then. There's one or two of these coming in now. Okay. Uh, Giles in Queen's Park says, uh, Can't believe it's your birthday again. You had one last year. You're a very funny man, unlike my joke. Do you know, you're in about the second Giles we've ever bumped into. Didn't know there were any more Gileses. I thought there was only one Giles in the world. I really did. Margaret in uh, Bromley. Sandra in Biggin Hill. Ray in Barkingside said, Enjoy the day. And, uh... Graham says, Leslie Duncan died. Her best song is Love Song. I didn't know who Leslie Duncan is. Who's Leslie Duncan? She did Love Song, apparently. There you go. That's all we know. And uh, Sarah in Caterham says, you're the best anti-ageing treatment. Did you make me smile and happy? A bit like a pumpkin. Totally. Trying to visualise this image now. I'm not really sure whether or not that's uh, the anti-ageing treatment. Um, happy birthday, Steve. Princess Baby Gemma and Mitch send lots of love. Uh, Bridget and David at Kingpole. Uh, David popped in to see David Drummond the other day and your name came up. Lovely. David Drummond has got his little shop down the, the alleyway and Bridget and David run Kingpole magazine, which is for circus folk. And it's really nice and glossy. It's for people who love circus. And I love circus. John in Bermondsey says, best wishes to the oldest presenter on LBC. Actually, I'm not sure I am. I think you'll find James Whale is older than I am. And Jenny Barnett is possibly the oldest person since God. Uh, I know that because I said to her the other day, I said, why don't you act your age? And next minute she vanished in a puff of smoke and there was a little pile of dust. Well, there you go. No, I'm definitely not the oldest presenter on LBC. It's either Jenny or James, and I think it's probably a toss. I think James is probably oldest, but I'm, I might be third. I might be third. I don't, I'm certainly longest serving presenter. Uh, Jason in Woking is off to Grand Canaria today. Yeah, the, you know we don't do Grand Canaria anymore. 
ever since we went there, and it had the worst rain in 25 years. We had feral cats everywhere. And I was so ill, I had to empty uh, a bottle of vodka down the toilet. I sobbed all the way back to the airport. Worse, because I, was, I got food poisoning. And it rained constantly, and they don't have central heating. Well, because I emptied it down the toilet, because I couldn't take it home again, because every time I looked at it, I felt sick. So I emptied a bottle, a litre of vodka down the toilet. Could have left it for somebody else. Are you mad? Leave it for somebody else. I paid for it. If I'm not having it, nobody's having it. Down the toilet. But as I say, I cried all the way back to the airport. Never go back there again. Ghastly place. 14 to 6. These are the headlines. The strike by British Airways cabin crew planned for this weekend could be about to get worse. The Unite Union is meeting union officials in America to discuss possible strike action over there at the same time. There are calls for the government to ban the legal drug methadrone after the death of two teenagers who took it. And the London Assembly is calling for 2012 organisers to be upfront about how many tickets will be available for the London Olympics and how much they'll cost. Let's have a check on the roads for you this morning. Hugh Broom! Thank you very much, Steve. Good morning uh, to Enfield. Not much doing, actually, but in Enfield... 7.3. Sorry. In cards. So sorry. It's the only day you can become self-indulgent. Actually, that's a fib. Every day you can become self-indulgent. Jonathan Levi just sent me a text. He says, happy birthday. You don't look a day over 40. We're going to go out for lunch very shortly. He says, thanks for all the comments about the LBC photos. (laughs) Oh, dear, I don't know. Here's one, actually. This was delivered by hand to uh, Global here at Leicester Square. Very nice, actually. Oh, it's from Ray Reynolds from Woodford Green. Which I, what a nice card. It's, it's, it's still grooving. It's a record on the front cover. How nice. Handmade in England, a $5 shake. How nice? I've never seen these cards before. What a nice card to have. That'd be a good one to have, wouldn't it? And from John and Jill in East Sussex. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Trish says, I listen to your show every day. Jess says, did you get a card from the Queen? Not that old. <laughs> some, some days you feel like it. Oh, that's a nice card. This is one of these 3D cards, which is very nice indeed, from Cathy and Bridie. says, can you get yours as big as this hanging basket? Tomato feed at the ready. Because <laughs> the relative size of the card, the hanging basket on it, is absolutely enormous. Enormous. Anyway, 11 minutes to uh, 6, Wednesday morning on LBC. Actually, I've got to do an interview today. I was going to have to do two interviews, but I've only got to do one now. And that's with David Baddiel. Because he's got a film coming out very shortly. So that'll, he'll be for the uh, in-conversation for this... Sunday, and then I think it must be it's either the following Sunday or the Sunday after that, because I've lost track of where I am now, that the Sunday programme moves backwards. So as opposed to 8 to 11, it's going to be 7 to 10. Alex Phillip and Margaret in Earlsfield. Still there, as they say, after all these years. Actually, we do. LBC has this tremendous loyalty, doesn't it? Tremendous loyalty of people who, um, who've been listening to the station and then tell other people, and then other people tell other people. And then I got one the other day from somebody saying, when I first listened to you, I thought all you did was moan. Now I've been listening for the past two months, I've suddenly realised you talk an awful lot of sense. So that's always quite nice, isn't it? Um, Kate Winslet's being helped through her her marriage breakdown by Leonardo DiCaprio. Do these people really need help through their marriage breakdowns? What happens if, if you or I go through relationship problems? We've got nobody to rely on except for ourselves. Except for, you know, and we, and we always manage to get through it. They go, it's being helped through this. Oh, just so traumatic for these poor people. They bring it on themselves, though, don't they? Everybody else seems to manage. Betty in Windsor. God, we go back long, long time, don't we, Betty? No more coughs and bad throats, please. He says you're indispensable. Well, I wouldn't say indispensable, but uh, certainly enjoy being here at this time of the morning. I think it's nice. It's a great way to wake up the day. 
And David says, how fab to be 38 again. Well done, you. <laughs> Slight hint of sarcasm. As for the wireless, you may need to press the FN button and then look for the button, sometimes near F10, with the wireless symbol. That then turns the wireless on. Thank you for that. Oh, Mount View as well. What's oh, an invitation. We like Mount View. Th- oh, oh, how lovely. Who's that from? From me. I forgot the candle, though. Oh, for God's so sake, woman, honestly. We'll have to pretend. An iced bun. Good Lord. Spice-iced bun. Spice-iced bun. Mm. It's going to send me round the barmy, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'll try not to. I'll try and eat the bun without the icing. <laughs> it's, in other words, it's just a bun. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's an iced bun, but if you don't eat the icing, it's just a bun. I like it. Oh, it's, it's like, oh, it is. It's like, um, oh, it looks nice. Oh, it's like, um, it's a hot cross bun, but with icing. Oh, so I'm speaking my mouth. How rude. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, that's not, oh, this time of the morning, you can't beat a... Mind you, my, I had the other day, and only because at lunchtime, because I have to do another injection at lunchtime, I thought, I'll, I'll go to Mark's Suspense and get a sandwich. And I'm looking at the sandwiches, and I thought, my, my doctor had said, have ham, but don't have any of the mustards on it. Well, of course, what's ham got with it? Blasted mustard. So I couldn't have that. And then, perchance, I spotted the uh, cheese and marmite sandwich. And it was only a pound. So I bought two. Two cheese and marmite sandwiches. Delicious. Got the car washed. Uh, went to uh, go and have a look at plants and then decided I wasn't going to buy plants at all. And, uh, and then ate the second um, cheese and marmite. Because they do a panini in Starbucks, which is... Ch- and that's delicious. Melted cheese with marmite. I know some people hate marmite. I'm, I'm not one of them. Uh, Steve? Um, uh, this is from Colin. He says, Kentish town man, currently living in Geelong. And having a pre-5pm glass of Merlot for the birthday boy. The show is wicked. That's what we like. I don't even know where Geelong is. Where is Geelong? Sounds wonderful, wherever it is. <laughs> Bruce, wait, well, if, if you're there and you've got a bottle of wine or a glass of Merlot, I'm quite happy with that. Quite happy. Uh, Anne would never forgive me, writes Bryn, if I didn't send you our warmest love and uh, wish you bon anniversaire, as our French neighbours would say. Wow, just to think, I've been a toastmaster for four years before you were a twinkle in your daddy's eye. And a lump in your mummy's tum. Have a really good day. Forget the diabetes and enjoy yourself. What the hell, you're only young once. Uh, well, do you know, I mean, I would be carried off out of this studio if I went for the icing on this bun. Tempting though it looks. It's, it's like I saw a... What did I see the other day? And it must have been in Starbucks again. And it was um, an apple cake type thing, but covered in icing sugar. It looked like a twist, like one of those twisty things. And it looked delicious. And all I kept thinking was, it's the icing sugar, it's pure sugar. So I, I would love to have stewed rhubarb, but the, the recipe for stewed rhubarb involves pouring in a bag of sugar. I might as well just tip it into my stomach, but this, the, the fruit bun's very nice. It'll probably affect me just the same way. So I warn you now that if we start talking drivel from about quarter past six onwards, you will know that the bun has affected me. But, I mean, it's, there's no, no danger of us going under today. It's a case of going over. Because you know that if you go under you can you can do all sorts you can say all sorts of things you've got no idea of what you're talking about and if you go over well you just sort of sit here and talk rubbish so like any other program over the last 31 years oh we've got a competition after 6 a.m today after 6 a.m so it's at some new time <laughs> do you mean 6 a.m or 6 an is it this is obviously the the tie clock we're using today david and uh vid tie nice as well Thank you very much indeed. Roy Chubby Brown was cleared of hitting a woman yesterday. His real name is, um, Royston Vesey. How do you know his name's Royston Vesey? Oh, right. Oh, it's on League of Gentlemen. Have you ever seen his shows? 
Oh, my God, they're rude. They make the James Max programme look like Cinderella's Tea Party. It is so... I've never heard... I mean, it was funny, but I've never heard anything so rude. There was an old lady in the front row. She must have been 90. It was on video, I got it. She must have been 90. I thought she was going to wet herself. She thought it was the funniest thing ever. He was a bit... He's one of those comedians who... He probably works loads and loads of places because every other word is a swear word. I often imagine it would be like doing the Steve Allen show, but with rude words thrown in. I don't suppose you'd mind, actually, would you, after... I wonder, actually, whether or not you could do that, whether or not the day will ever come. Because you can turn on the television and get... No, but 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 you can get programmes on the television where I turn on and they're they're programmes aimed at a youth audience where the language is filthy. And yet on radio, you don't have that. Somebody complained the other day. Oh, I think they were complaining about this morning. Because it started off, they're doing sex week. I should have checked this with Carl Newton, but they're doing sex week. And they started off with a couple on a bed, an elderly couple. And they had to put up a warning beforehand saying, we're going to be discussing things of an adult nature. Now, that's great at the beginning and halfway through. But what happens if you come in in between those two bits? Where you turn on and go, oh, my God, what are they doing? What are they doing? We don't want to know about stuff like that this time of the morning. Well, some of us do. Uh, Not everybody does. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not one of these. Well, not all the time. And uh, even 20 times a week. Or a night. Uh, or if you can manage it. Um, another one here. This is from uh, from Mary. She says, uh, thanks to your mother and father for having you. I think they wanted a fridge freezer, to be honest with you, Mary. I don't think they wanted me at all. I think I just sort of came along by accident. They went, oh, look. Stephen. <laughs> I don't think they ever thought about it at all. And Patrick in Ireland. He says, a quick message from a real paddy on St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. Good luck to you and your partner. Oh, goody, I'm getting a partner as well. It's a bit exciting, isn't it? Blimey, the things you get for your birthday. Look at that. There's me thinking it was just going to be me and the nail clippers later on today, but apparently not. Thank you, Patrick, very much. Uh, Vincent and Mike in Blackpool. Happy birthday, 40-plus VAT. Forever, may you keep us all young with laughter. Do you know, it is the best policy, isn't it? It is the best policy. There's no point in being miserable out there. I never get miserable about things. I can be bitter and twisted. But never get miserable. Because I always think, you know, today, happy and funny. Tomorrow you could be dead. So you might as well go out with a laugh. And today, the producer's killing me with an iced bun. Now, I'm mentioning it quite a lot of times on the programme. You may wonder. This is for legal reasons. OK, I'm mentioning it for legal reasons that, you know, if I keel over, it was her present to me. And you heard her say, I didn't have a candle for it. So if I die today, it's the cake. OK, it's the cake. She's... She, she has tried with the weed clear killer before, because I wouldn't go for the weed killer at all. I'm not that daft. So she sort of said, oh, this will be good for your plants. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One from, uh, oh, Gilda. Gilda, oh, blimey, this is going to be something. Wait a minute. This is going to be, oh, blimey. What a card from Merle. What a card. Very nice indeed. So it's very interesting to hear your information about the elephants along the Petersham Road. I didn't think about them being plastic. Yeah, they're, that, they're fake... If you look at them closely, you can see what they are. Well, I think, no, somebody <laughs> they thought they were topiary, so somebody had shaped a hedge, but, uh, but they're not. And I haven't been to Petersham Nursery. They have lots of interesting stuff, and they've got... Um, I do like... Um, I, do, I like going to these nurseries. I should probably go to one today, because I do like them. I can wander around, because they all sell things apart from plants, don't they? And that's what I like. You go there, and you can walk out with sort of a dishwasher... Or a cake that somebody else has made. Because I like the homemade cakes. I'm quite, I'm quite good at that. Gilda, thank you very much indeed for the uh, birthday wishes. She says, um, yeah, thanks for all the help you gave me when I was starting my writing career. Goes back, Again, we go back a long... Oh, we've got to take a break for the news, haven't we? Oh, I don't know. All the things you've got to do today. You always make my day, says uh, 
says Frankie. What would you do if you could have any present in the world? What would you wish for? Hair. I think hair would be a nice present to wish for. I don't know, actually. I'm tempted to say something very rude, but I, I can't. But that's, you see, I've only had one little bite out of the bun. If I'd had half the bun, I'd have told you what my wish would be. If somebody said, what would be the perfect Christmas present? <laughs> I've just thought of it now, and it's very funny. It's very funny to me. If I tell you it, I w- won't be here after tomorrow. But it would be a funny way to go. Hey, van owners, you've got to keep those vans moving. Right, I've eaten the bun. OK, brace yourself. Tell it. I didn't eat the, uh, the icing. And unfortunately, I've now got sticky fingers. So I've put them all over my glasses. So anybody wears glasses, there's nothing worse. You put them on and you've got that sticky finger in the middle. Oh, goodness sake, honestly. I wonder if it's going to be a nice day. Yesterday was a nice day. As I said, I went, went to get the car... Oh, it's not filthy dirty. Went to get the car washed. Only because the car was so dirty, and then suddenly realised that come Thursday, come Friday, down came the rain. It's going to be horrible in town. But I don't mind that. A little bit of rain's good, isn't it? My hanging basket's looking sensational at the moment, which is quite nice. I trust you well today. And uh, John Warrington says, as you, em- as you embrace the last decade of your 30s and finally admit you're rapidly approaching 40, I wish you the best of days. Only you could share it with a saint. Well, not just any old saint. A saint bigger than the Pope, larger than Katie's boobs, more widely spread than Victoria Beckham's glasses and a bigger audience than Princess Tippy-toes. You remember, of course, Anthea Turner the other day had to cancel one of her stage shows because he didn't sell any tickets. Mainly because who wants to discover ten things to do with a lemon? Make up your own jokes, please. And uh, don't forget to say yourself as you look deep into the mirror, Hi-ya! In your best Northern Irish accent. Thank you very much indeed, John. Very much appreciated. Uh, we'll have uh, Steve Hargrave in a, in a few moments. You know, I can't see through these glasses at all this morning. I've now put this sticky stuff on here. Thank you to Tom in Canada. It's your birthday. Pick something manly to do. He sent it from Canada, this. I mean, imagine how you anticipate the post. Uh, and inside, you have to push a button. And, and then it, it has something. So you push a button here, and it goes... It's, it's, like, it's like picking on a fruit machine. And it says, press here, and whatever you do, have fun. And then it will stop on one of these things, and then I have to do that today for my birthday. It says, drink six beers. No chance. The only thing I do not do is drink beer. I've worked in pubs, I've worked in bars, I cannot stand the stuff. Isn't that strange? <coughs> have no trouble with spirits, and yet didn't start drinking till I was 20, and yet couldn't touch beer. I used to love pulling pints of lager for people. I used to love pulling pints of lager. They'd go, two pints of lager in line, and i pull, and I used to look at it thinking, God, that looks really, it used to be harp lager in those days. And it used to look really lovely. And I'd sit there, and I remember trying it once, thinking, oh, God, I couldn't be refreshed by that if I tried. It was just horrible, horrible, horrible. Nick Ferrari's with you at seven o'clock this morning. Uh, Noreen says, uh, hope you have a nice day, and Amanda buys you a nice brekkie. Is it still the canteen? Got no idea where it is. Blue round the corner. Oh, the place on the corner with scrambled egg on toast. And, uh, oh, and smokes. Now, I can't eat smoked salmon this morning. I've just had an iced bun. <laughs> can't. <laughs> just be scrambled egg. I'll make it cheap for you. Because you're going to have an expensive holiday. Uh, please wish John and Mary, that's Brian's cousin and his wife, a lovely golden wedding day for today. Wonderful couple. Fantastic to us this last year. I don't think we could have coped without their support. So lots of love to John and Mary. And that's from Noreen and Brian. Thank you very much indeed for that. It's always nice to hear from you. It's always nice to hear from anybody. Peter sitting in the lounge at Dubai Airport, toasting your 30-something with a very, very, very large whiskey. He says, uh, I don't think they know the meaning of the word measure here. Thank goodness. Yes, that's always the good thing, isn't it? Sue and Greg in Miami. 
You see, even in stifling heat, people listen to this program. It's a little bit of home. <laughs> I tried to do that in a different accent. It didn't work, actually. And uh, Jan Sullivan. Thank you, Jan. Lovely Jan at the Queen's Theatre. Uh, Colin and Carol. Thank you very much for making the journey from Tilbury to London every morning bearable. Isn't that a ghastly journey? Isn't it gar- it's a ghastly journey, getting in the car any time and sitting in traffic. Forward, stop. Forward, stop. That's why I'm so grateful for an automatic car. Because the thought of putting it in gear, taking it out of gear, putting it... And, of course, I always get the person in front of me who has got a manual car but relies on the handbrake. And if they have to do a hill start, that's the worst ever. The worst ever. This is from Jane in Hawley. To Steve, the best ever radio presenter in the whole wide world. (laughs) Obviously sent by mistake to somebody else. And uh, very quickly, one here. Uh, Hassan, thank you. Maddie. Tony, the taxi driver, Stephen Harlington, says, when we were 21, radio was still black and white. If only it was now. Rob, isn't Ken Livingstone the oldest? I don't know. Is he older? Perhaps I've gone down the... Perhaps I'm now fourth in the list. I feel a bit better about life. We'll have to check that one out. Uh, Why is the Sunday show being put back an hour? So it's in line with all the shows throughout the week. Because it was the only one it used to be, 7 till 10. And then it went 8 to 11... But now it's going back to 7 till 10, so they'll all be the same. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it, to put Saturday and Sunday at 7 till 10. Uh, Jackie and Lewis, Hornchurch, thank you. Erica in Loughton, real age. (laughs) Anyway, she's going to choose to be 28. I think it's nice just to select an age. Well, it might work for you, Erica, but not for me. I prefer prefer the truth. The truth. Uh, Oh, wait a minute, we we work. She thinks that Ken is actually older than me. That's good. Oh, you can't read Wikipedia. It'll say he's 97 or something. Something ridiculous. Oh, he's ten years older than me. Oh, so he'll be 48. Oh, he's much older than me, isn't he? (laughs) Stephen Harlington says, don't risk the candles. The fire brigade don't like call-outs at this time of day. (laughs) Steve, Robbie Williams, very weird. One minute, sing a flavour of the month, then they veer from flop single to strange TV appearances. (laughs) Uh, Tony in Cobham. The bestest professional of LBC professionals. The antidotes to the dreadful BBC. Thank you very much indeed. And Jenny says, happy birthday. Like myself, you've reached the age where you must remain flexible. Dear God in heaven, that's the last thing I'm thinking about, is being flexible. I remember the last word, I said, you know, can you get your legs over your head? I thought if I could get my legs over my head, I wouldn't be doing this job, would I? We're doing something completely different. Robin uh, Chalk Farm, Joel in Fulham, 56 today. Where are you from? 56, oh, cheek, cheek. <laughs> uh, and from June, and is it Phillies in Wimbledon? From Dennis in Loughton, who's off to the garden centre today with Ted, which you like to come with us. <laughs> Not all the way down to Loughton, I wouldn't. Uh, Malcolm, thank you. Frida from Abbey Wood, who wakes up five times a week with you in my bed. Shh! Don't start that rumour, we'll all be in trouble. Uh, from Caroline in Chadwell Heath, who says, I discovered you three years ago, and I've been hooked ever since. I've taken your advice. I was 50 last year, 49 this year. You see, it works for some people telling fibs. I, of course, as I say, I've always taught by my mother to tell the truth. And Carla says, you're the best part of the day. Obviously a day not going very well, then, is it? If I'm, if I'm the best bit of the day. I always think, though, if you get up early in the morning, it, it's, it's, it's just nice, isn't it? It's nice to actually get up and do something. I like that. And to uh, Rob, who says, have a wonderful birthday. Hope to see you soon. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping your, uh, your court case has finished. Not his court case. I mean, when I say his court case, makes it sound like he's in there because he was he was doing jury service, and it goes on forever and ever and ever. And most people hate jury service; they do anything to get out of it. I would have to feign illness, I'm afraid. Um, Steve, 
If you asked what you were, you were asked what would you like you would like for a present if you could have anything in the world in thirteen days' time I'll be eighty one. If I was offered that present, I'd choose an afternoon tea with yourself. Says John in Amersham. There you go. You see, afternoon tea with me. It would have to be afternoon tea with very small sandwiches, just with a piece. Do you know, I quite at this precise moment, I quite fancy a piece of toast. Piece of toast. That's all I want. I'm quite. Might not even go the because the producer's got no money. Uh, so I might just get a piece of toast, perhaps just a bit of marmite on it, or a bit of marmalade or something. News headlines: Matthew Schofield. Leaders of the Unite Union are flying to Washington to enlist the support. Indeed, six twenty. Liz and family, all the way from Waterford in the southeast of Ireland, have a wonderful birthday. Loyal listeners and podcasters, and lovely Barbara Windsor and husband Scott say, "Have a great day. Lots of love. Happy birthday. Thank you very much indeed." Another day older, they say. Deeper in debt. Uh, Steve Hargrave is with us. Morning, Stevie. Happy birthday, darling. You okay. Happy birthday. Many, many of them. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear your bones creaking any more than usual. I no, I mean, and now I've discovered this new thing that you spray on them. I'm quite happy. WD forty. Do you know I found some WD forty in Poundland the other day? A Did little you? tiny can for a pound. Strangely enough, but. I then went up the road to a DIY shop, and the same little tiny can, two pound forty nine. Who? who well, I, I, I did keep t- thinking. Perhaps. You can tell you you're getting old. This is an old man conversation we're having now. <laughs> it, do you know, you're, you're not far wrong. It is an old man conversation. I wish I'd not had it. I wish I'd not mentioned it to you. I feel a bit ill. <laughs> you're whinging about your pound forty, and I bet you told everyone about that discovery as well. I have, but but I did. But I treated myself yesterday. I bought new pants. I that's, thought, that's birthday right, pants. Then. You know you have lucky pants and then birthday... Yeah. I don't know why you have lucky pants. Well, bang goes to my pants? present I bought you, doesn't it? I mean, you've doubled up now. That's, well, that's it. somebody said to me earlier on, they said, you know, lovely, what, what did Amanda buy you for your birthday? And the good news is, she's repackaged the DVD player, uh, which I bought her, and it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Good idea. Good idea, I know. Good <laughs> idea. But anyway, here we all are, and we're, we're living and we're smiling, and so that's, that's the good news. And we've well, got many happy returns. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. We've got three bits of music for everybody um, this morning. I bring you the gift of birthday music, yes. which you will no doubt complain about after I play them. Of course, of course. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. Let's uh, let's kick off with Laura Marling. Uh, her second album, I Speak Because I Can, is out on Monday. Sounds a little bit different from the first album, actually. She's mm. gone a little bit more mature, some might say. So we'll have a little listen to what you think. Uh, she is the grand old age of 20, like your good self now. <laughs> um, she's playing on the bar flight on Tuesday as a special Steve Allen birthday show. <laughs> and an in-store at Banquet Records in Kingston on Wednesday, which is free, so you can see her then. And she's back in April, and if you miss those two. Um, so we'll have a little listen. This is Laura Marling. The song's called Devil Spoke. Joe, you know, strangely, I can see her standing on stage with a guitar singing, Down in the cabin and by the creek. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what you get. They don't all sound like that. She does still sound a bit like she used to as well, with just uh, some uh, slightly brighter songs. But that's that's the more kind of adult-style Laura Marlin that you can expect. OK. On to Goldfrap. Yeah. On to Goldfrap. A little bit more upbeat, this one. Their fifth album, Head First, is in the shops on Monday. It's a bit more disco-y, a bit more 80s. Is that, is that when you were born? The 80s. Shut it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to work out when I was born now. No, I don't, don't, reminded. Don't. It makes me sound dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> a bit ancient now. <laughs> well, all right. We'll, we'll pretend it was the 80s then. Uh, yeah, <laughs> think Top Gun, think Van Halen's Jump, and uh, this sort of song might fit in. This is Goldfrap. This is the first single off the album that's out Monday. This is called Rocket. I quite like that, actually. 
pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. You just go kind of way, right? Yeah, it's, it, it takes me back. I was, you know, I was there with my Lurex and my flared trousers. <laughs> that was just last week. I mean, the 80s, God knows. <laughs> it was. It was when we went out last week. I <laughs> saying about it. I remember it well. Finally, uh, Dr. Yeah, Dog. Dr. Dog, yes. Bit of new music here. Uh, from Philadelphia. They're very, very good live, and they're playing at Cargo on the 26th of May. Uh, but this is a little taster from their new album, which is called Shame, Shame. The album's out on the first week of April. This is a song by Dr. Dog, and the song we've got is called Stranger. Rain is falling. It's after dark. I'm strangely warming to that one. Yeah. Strangely think, warming to that one. You're down in Baltimore, you gotta do what you gotta do. I think he will. I made a mistake. It's called Shadow People, that song, but it is off the new album. That's, nice, that's though. What I'm, 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 I could warm to that slowly. Got a good voice, and they're both, they're, I say both, they've got two kind of singers that kind of share the, the vocal duties when they're live, and they're very, very good. Saw them at the borderline uh, last year, I think it was, or the year yeah. before. Um, so, yeah. Dog to dog, look out for them. OK. Uh, music news, Lady Gaga, second night at the O2. Yeah, she's playing at the May the 31st. Can't get away from Lady Gaga at the moment. Well, you that. know why? It's because she's, I mean, uh, I, I like the record, I like the video. I just wish that videos went on a bit longer. Longer, longer, as opposed to quick cutaway shots of a second. I'd like to yeah. see a little bit more of it. It's very cleverly crafted and very cleverly put together. This new one, this uh, this telephone mm. one, you mean, the, uh, the controversial one. Yes. With Beyonce in. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Had a lot of views on YouTube, that one, if you, if you haven't seen it. A lot of views? That's an understatement. Rude. It's a bit rude. Yeah. It is a bit rude, isn't it? Yeah, I, like, I quite like know. little movies, bits of things, but, uh, you know. Yes, we heard. What, what she does. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, th- I think it's the bizarre outfits, and she turns up, you know, looking like she's off a, a, a fashion shoot for Vogue. Yeah. I, I, quite, I quite like the effort that goes into yes, it. Yes, I do too. I do. It's you, what she's all about. It's yes. sort of what performance You have to have an about. image, you've got to have something to sell, and then you've got to back it up with a talent. It's no good just looking like a model from Vogue or a, one of those strange Paris fashion shows. Uh, are you talking about yourself again? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it's very funny, because my friend Jonathan Levi sent me a text saying, Happy birthday, you don't look a day over 40. My brother's just sent one saying, You don't look a day over 65. <laughs> and that's the brother. <laughs> No hope well, there. Well, looking from different angles. Quite like, clearly, yes. <laughs> Sharp bother. Uh, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. He's going to play... Oh, he might play the hot farm. Like a rolling stone. He might play. The theory about this is that he's playing in Ireland around the same time as they do this hot farm festival in Kent. So there seems to be... They're not saying he's not playing. So they're reckoning that he might well confirm to play. Let's keep an eye out for right. Bob Dylan. I think he'll play some dates around London anyway. How old is he now? Um... Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Pun. Amazing. Don't know. Still Don't know. Stevie, listen, we have to leave it there. All right. Well, have a lovely day. Thank you very much indeed. We shall All celebrate when when yours comes around. Yeah, never does. Never does. <laughs> Thank you All very right. much indeed for that, though. All right. See you later. There's Steve Hargrave. Catch him on uh, on Sky News. He's all over the place. Because, well, he's not all over the place, but he's the uh, entertainment correspondent. He gets to do all the nice glam stuff. But talking of that, there's uh, I'm a, your advice in a second. This is LBC 97. Morning, everybody. 25 minutes to uh, 7. Back with the horse racing, Matthew. Uh, yes. The one thing we were missing yesterday was a bit of luck. Because yes. Matthew's selection was stone... Uh, was stone last, turning for home, made it through the field to fifth. So, at least you did five out of twelve, mm. but uh, didn't win. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. And uh, uh, his thirty-eight. Uh, sorry, thirty-eight. Nine. 
Hang on, it was 38 a minute ago. 39. Well, I've decided to be honest. There's no point in sort of <laughs> trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. 39 now. And, oh, well, uh, that means you're only 15 years older than me. Yes. Oh, right. Just 15, is it? <laughs> I feel so much better about life. <laughs> and we look so similar. I know. We look so similar. But, of course, it's also Johnny's birthday. Is it? Happy birthday, Johnny. Happy birthday to Johnny Mine as next well. week. Yours next to week? Add, yes, but oh, I right. always get overshadowed because I share it with Jenny Barnett. Oh, that is the trouble. See, the trouble yeah. is, I mean, I think the last time we celebrated the Barnet's birthday, nobody could get within 15 feet of the cake because of the candles. Exactly. I mean, it was, we had to call the fire brigade. It was, oh, it was just a nightmare. You know, we lit the first one and the other 72 of them just went up like a rocket. <laughs> anyway, uh, you still didn't win yesterday, so your losses no, now right. are £7.13. Right. Alex with uh, Ben Salem, his fell, so he lost mm. £2. Total profit still £19.57. So we're looking for something interesting today, the 3.20 at Cheltenham, Masterminded. Second day, of course, at the Cheltenham Festival. Mm. Um, master, I've got information about Masterminded. Uh, he's, he's apparently, I'll take it, it's a, well, I don't know, is it a he or a she? What, does it make a difference? I don't know. I've never even thought about the sex. <laughs> well, anyway, whether it's a he or a she, Masterminded <laughs> is looking for a third consecutive victory in the champion chase. Oh, well, it's a goodie then. It's got form. It's good, yes. They also race at Huntingdon, Kempton and Southall today, but I'm going with the four o'clock at Cheltenham. Silk Affair. Silk Affair. Sounds very, sounds very, very smooth, erotic, doesn't, doesn't it? Very, very smooth. smooth. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know, it's like sort of, you know, getting into a nighty or something like that. I Silk wish. Affair. I mean, not leave the that, Leave that to you, Steve. I, 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 I want that on record. Birthday treat. Worn. Yes, a birthday treat today. Hooray! <laughs> Could be wearing a nighty. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, you will. Thank you very much indeed. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Off he goes. Uh, listen, I've got a great competition for you. I have got a great competition for you. Um, we're going to try and get through some more of your uh, texts and emails. And, of course, Johnny said he's working on his birthday. Do you know, years ago, you never worked on your birthday. Isn't it funny? You didn't work on your birthday because you go to school and people go, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. Then they'd all sort of give you the bumps. So you go in with a broken back. And, and then you get home, there'd be jelly and ice cream and some of your, your most treasured friends would come around. And all you were interested in was the present. And that's why it's, it's so nice of the producer. You know, the cake that nearly killed me. And, you know, and it's, it's just, it's, it's caring little touches. You know, it's... it's Killing with kindness. And the plant as well. Well, it's not just a plant, it's a rose. The thorns already. I tried to pick... Well, uh, the blood poured, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's a bush. I know what a bush looks like. I'm an adult. Anyway, to celebrate St Patrick's Day, which is what it is today, we've teamed up with uh, Board Beer, the Irish Food Board, to give away some fantastic prizes to promote their delicious grass-fed Irish beef. Now, for your... I'm getting hungry already. For your chance to win a fabulous hamper full of tasty treats, answer the following food-related question. First caller to call in with the correct answer will win. OK. According to the nursery rhyme, what type of food would Jack Spratt not eat? 0845 6060 is the number to call. According to the nursery rhyme, what type of food would Jack Spratt not eat? I think that's quite difficult. So, 08456060973. Go on, give it a word. Even if you put down, I don't know, Weetabix or something, go for something. Full terms and conditions on the LBC website. If you keep listening to LBC, you'll have a chance to win with James O'Brien, Jenny Barnett, David Mello, or even Petri Hoskin. So, according to the nursery rhyme, what type of food would Jack Spratt not eat? Uh, thank you very much indeed to Rita and Ray in Bletchingley for their car, for Johnny. And the Essex crew as well, which is very sweet. I've got a present for him upstairs, actually, but he has to wait because I think he gets all embarrassed, you know. He's not used to expensive things. Uh, from Gillian, I'll try and sort you out something, Gillian. Uh, from uh, Mary and Amos, big fans of the Sunday show as well. as Somebody sent me a card, very rude. I should wonder if I find out. Happy 60th, I ask you. Gloria, Michelle and Joe, 
Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Margarita Petra. Uh, Alan, my former driver. My former... I always call him my former driver. It's the only way I can remember people. And Eve, thank you very much indeed for, for your cards as well. And uh, one here says, have you tried the new Marmite, extra strong? It's yummy, much smoother. That's from Jane. Carmen in Bexley. Uh, Margie. Uh, and from uh, Carol, Dolly and Sally from the posh end of Dagenham. Yeah, right. <laughs> As if there is such a thing. Diana in Richmond. Have a bacon sarnie on me at Stella's. Thank you. Julia of Croydon. Bill and Chris Spence. Val and daughter Kim from Canvey, of course. Kath in Edgware and Anne. A very happy birthday as well to you. Jean and Surbiton, my twin sis and I are 45 tomorrow. So happy birthday, uh, Jean. Uh, Marie in Chelsea says, you make me laugh out loud. My neighbours think I'm potty. Anna, a very happy birthday on the 17th and you too. And that's from Linda. Fran in Mersham, still going strong. Dylan is 69, says George. And happy birthday, Steve. Matthew. Oh, sorry, love the repartee between you and Matthew. So have a brilliant day. Uh, Mary says, happy St. Pat's, happy Wednesday. Johnny was the one who asked what Amanda bought me. It's a, it's, it's a rose bush with, uh, I think, thick thorns on it. And so I, I went to sort of, she said, she said, oh, put, put your hand in there and smell it. Well, I mean, I put my hand in. Well, I'm now bandaged, you know, completely. Total, no use whatsoever of my right hand. But that's the, that's the love affair that we have, ladies and gentlemen. It works with all the producers. Some try to poison people. I get the one who wants to kill me with kindness. Cathy. He says, enjoy your day. Scott and Barbara Windsor, I mentioned. Thank you, Scott and Bar. Mike in Harrow. Jay. Amanda in Brixton. Uh, Dave in Beckenham says, have a half a draught Guinness. I've, I've never drunk Guinness in my life, I'm afraid. <laughs> Not going to start today. Yvonne in Worcester Park. Gary in Sidcup says, you must be the longest serving presenter on LBC. I think I am. There's a reason for it. I think it's called Works Cheap. I think that's uh, how it came. And Vincent Acton says, so you'll always be 39. It's just the months that increase, works for me. And Mary and Anne say, are you in Croydon this year? Well, I might do some shopping there. You never know. I might do some shopping. Uh, very quickly from... Who's this one here? Very quickly. That's uh, from Kerry-Anne. Thank you, Kerry-Anne. Very much indeed. And to uh, Fabio Estrella Tony. And Mimi says, Squawk. This is all the, the team from the Riverside Cafe, which is, uh, which is nice. We like them. John, the Titanic rivet counter. Smooth sailing always, he says. It is, actually. That's a nice thing. And Glenda says, see you in the balmy arms at noon today for a, for a birthday drink. Have a happy birthday. And don't let the, the LBC bosses know how old you are. Thank you, Ginny. I think, strangely enough, when you sign a contract, I think it's, it's somewhere, well, I think it is, it must be on your work record, mustn't it? Your, your date of birth. I'm trying to tip X over mine. Try, do we have a winner for the competition? We, we do have a winner. Cease, cease calling. Cease calling. Uh, We'll do it after the break. Have you noticed that Heather Mills is the spitting image of Euther Joyce? I hadn't, actually. Uh, 39th birthday today to Dot, who's starting her day by having uh, a power plate. Is it power plate at the spa? Or is she really 21? Says Obi in Richmond. Um, my grandfather would celebrate the anniversary of his 21st birthday. We got to the 78th anniversary, says Francesca. I think it's much better to go backwards, don't you? Julia, happy birthday. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, from Mark says, uh, my sister and husband, Maria and Mark from Hornchurch, are here for holidays in Adelaide, always asked to listen to your show on the internet. How can you be so happy early in the morning? Money. It's money. That's what it comes down to. It? Oh, come on, come on. What's the matter? What is it? Got the bleeding from my hands. I don't want to mention it now. I don't want to make such a big deal about it, you know, like I, I don't. And, uh, and Dan 
says, uh, so I've tuned in for the remainder of the show because I finished work at midnight. He says, what surprises have they lined up for you today? God knows. Scrambled egg on toast, I fear. But, uh, and then probably something, probably a glass of Chardonnay at the Barmy later on. Who knows? And uh, from Breeder, who says, have a great day. And one here says, it's from Linda and Sabina, try not to have too much sugar. Too late. She's already tried to kill me. 16 to 7. I only mention it for legal reasons, you understand. Oh, I'm going. Well, I thought I'd go early today. I don't know. It's my birthday. You can do anything you like. I might stand up and sort of sing Rosencrantz and Guildenstern in a minute. I've got no idea. I just thought I'd, I'd sort of do it. Keep you on your toes. Carolyn Addiscombe, Pia and Ishan. And, uh, and Jamie says, uh, just looked at your pictures online. Nice to put faces to the team. That's on the LBC website, lbc.co.uk. Send my wishes, especially Amanda with her new DVD player. That's right, rub it in. Rub it in, yeah. Make, make a big deal about it. I don't, listen, I don't begrudge an £80 DVD player to the producer. And in return, I get a, a card with the price still on the back and a rose that, you know, looked half dead when it arrived this morning. But, you know, but I'm, sort of, but I'm happy with that because I'm not, I'm not a greedy person. Somebody gave me a bottle of vodka. How happy can I be? And uh, from Les and Sandra in Lewisham, who went to Ham House in Richmond the other day, a lovely day out. Susan says, say hello to my son Richard, who's driving to work. Steve, you're not that old, says Tony at Westgate. My mother will be 100 on Thursday down at Weymouth. Dave and Mandy, Anne in Richmond, says, what are you going to do to celebrate? Who knows? And, uh, and Dave says, what car do you drive? Well, whichever one I can get into with my lockpick set. <laughs> at the moment, I'm driving a bus. So there's good news. <laughs> With the headlines, Matthew Schofield. The Unite Unions attempting to drum up into... 97.3. Morning, everybody. Thanks to uh, Linda and Patrick the Hilliards from North Chingford. I'm glad that everything's uh, OK at the moment. Good luck to you. We, uh, the only reason I always mention... Well, I mention we get so many regular people on this programme, so many people who've listened for a long, long time, and you're, you're very kind with, uh, with cards and wishes and stuff like that. It really, it really makes uh, a lot of difference. You're very loyal. Uh, as an audience, you have to be. The amount of times I've whizzed about all over this st- station and appeared at different times. But uh, I'm glad to say that at this time of the morning, I mean, now it's normal time. At five o'clock, most of you are struggling with trying to prop the eyes open. And, um, and so you podcast. And if you don't know what podcasting is, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can learn how to do it. It's quite simple. The fact I can't sign on to AOL at the moment is neither here nor there because I'm a complete idiot. But uh, I am doing my best. But you can learn to podcast, and it's, it's really cheap, and it's, it's good fun. And it means that you can take the programmes with you wherever you go. It'll send them to you, I think, on a daily basis. Or whichever ones you want, you just click on it, and it will download it. Uh, now, the competition, which we had a short while ago, Jack Spratt could eat no fat. He could eat no fat. I had to go through the poem in my mind. Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean, but between them both, they licked the platter clean. Anyway, so the winner was Robert... In Barnet, you get yourself a fantastic hamper to celebrate St. Patrick's Day and that great Irish beef. So well done, Robert. I'm very jealous, but there will be lots of other opportunities on LBC today uh, for you to win some uh, fantastic prizes. So uh, good luck. And he was the first one through. Uh, One from uh, Pauline, who says, You've got me through difficult times and I shall be forever grateful. We get a lot of people who... um, who turn, to turn to LBC, actually, in times of crisis. Because if you're, you're a little bit sort of fed up or a bit down or whatever it happens to be, and, uh, and then you get to a certain uh, time, you think, I, I just can't bear to be by myself. You turn on the radio. If you've got a, a friendly voice, most of the time, uh, it makes you feel a bit better. Happy birthday on St Patrick's Day. Beverly and John of East Ham. Going to try and win the, uh, the Patrick's Day competition later, as John was born just along the lane from the Ballynock and Cookery School. 
How lovely. Well, there's going to be a few more opportunities later on today. Uh, Stuart and uh, Sam have a fun-filled day. Just got in from a night shift. Just got in from a night shift. Must be even worse if you just got in from a night shift. Um, uh, watch Johnny with any gift uh, gifts he receives, Steve. He's known locally in Hutton as uh, Lightfingers. That's from, uh, from Daniel. He's your biggest fan, isn't he? I mean, he's absolutely your biggest fan in the whole wide world. It's his birthday. The trouble is, what do you buy somebody, Daniel, who's got everything? I mean, I don't... You know, I've seen the pictures of the hanging basket outside from last year. I've seen the pictures of the dartboard in the garage. I don't know what to buy him. But I've got a little something in my cupboard, which I'm sure he will appreciate. So I'm going to, I'm going to give him that. So it's, it's, it's brand new. It's not, I'm not rewrapping an old present. I was going to give him a DVD player, to be honest. I was going to give him a DVD player. And I thought the last time I gave him a DVD player, I, I, I lost big time. So, Daniel, thank you for that. But I, I, I have watched it. I've counted the cards in here. Because he came and he looked at the amount of cards I had. And I, I distinctly noticed a little bit of jealousy. Just a little bit. Because the postman hasn't delivered to, uh, to the Baker household. But it will. Happy, but he, what is, he, the trouble is, I've worked with him for such a long time. He's, I mean, he can't be jealous. Listen, I said to him, I said, how old are you? And there's going to be a picture of Johnny up on the internet later. Let me just tell you now, he'll be the good-looking one, OK? I'll be the fat blob sitting next to him, desperately sucking my cheeks in, trying to look thin. And I said to him, I said, make me look thin. What's she done? She's got me at the wrong angle. I'm looking fat. I'm looking bloated. I look as I'm about to keel over. Johnny will be the thin one, so we've got to, we'll have a picture of that up on the internet a little bit later on today. And, and, then, and then Johnny accused me of, of, of posing. Me! I've never posed for a picture in my life. Uh, have a great day, says Joanne in North Weald. Love your neck of the woods, as you know. Um, I get my brekkie on time each day, thanks to you. That's from Measle the Cat. Uh, Donna is a silent listener. Paul in Popular says, Can you tell me why the Irish will celebrate your birthday? I don't know, but it's great, isn't it? Every time, every time. What's your first work contract with LBC written on parchment? Well, I mean, honestly, old I might be. Mermaid from Putney. <coughs> Leisha, St Patrick's Day is a great day to have a birthday. Everybody gets drunk to celebrate. I'm definitely not getting drunk to celebrate. Definitely not. Diana in Richmond says, Wish my friend Patricia a happy birthday. She's 104 today, and she's at the Star and Garter home. Up there on Richmond Hill. Gary from Epping. He says, I've moved to Chigwell. Can I now be Gary from Chigwell? Pfft, don't know about that. Might have to write to the management. <laughs> An old Irish proverb, Steve, for you. May the roof of your house never fall in, and those within it never fall out. That's nice, isn't it? I think I might cry a little bit later on today. Might do a, might do a private cry, I think. Uh, you share your birthday with our daughter Sophie, school founder, sister Patricia. The girls will enjoy a day of celebrations, ending with a concert tonight. So wish them a very happy Founders Day at Rides Hill. That's from Louise. Thank you. Uh, Joe in Boreham Wood, thank you for keeping me sane. Get a lot of that, keeping people sane. Christine, thank you very much indeed. Hannah, uh, Lisette, I think it's pronounced it Lisette. And thank you for sorting out that problem with Darren the other week. Because I had a technical problem. Talking of problems, do you suffer with things like heartburn and acid in the stomach? I, I suffer with um, gurgly stomach and have done. It's become, I'm afraid, the bane of my life. And I have tried ginger tea uh, and I've tried most things. I, I just spend a, I'm a bit like Nick Abbott. Well, I'm not like Nick Abbott at all, but he, sp he, he spends his life being ill and, and I spend my life being ill as well. Graham says, I love the photo of Alan in what I assume is his dodgy birthday suit. I think that must have gone up yesterday. And uh, being on holiday, he always remembers. 
This is Anthony Davis. That's sweet, isn't it? He says, I've chosen to listen, despite being off on holiday, I've chosen to listen to your birthday show. Isn't that nice? Don't you pinch anything from it. I know what you like. Have a nice, uh, have a nice rest. Yvonne and Alan from Epsom. Uh, Scott Naylor as well. He says, uh, we, uh, we, the Twickenham Riverside community, wish you the very best for your 35th birthday. And there's a, a picture which I've taken. Look at that. I think that was quite a good picture of me. You see that picture, Amanda? I thought that was quite a good one taken there. Look, that's me on the right. That's quite a good one, isn't it? Taken down at the, uh, the Riverside, the Eel Pie Island Music Plaque presentation outside the Barmy Arms. Do you know, I've got no pictures of me with, uh, with Alec and Hillary. Got to go, though. I've got to go. I've got things to do. And uh, I'm sure you'll find some stories from the papers today to amuse and titillate. And uh, we'll come and do it again tomorrow. So if, uh, if you sent a card or something like that, all I can say is thank you very much indeed. Very grateful. I shall have a completely sober birthday. I shall not be one of these people who goes out and gets riotously drunk and then falls over on the way home and sort of, you know, gets arrested. Now, that would be dreadful, wouldn't it? Have a great day. Nick's with you at 7 o'clock this morning. I'm back with you at 5 tomorrow morning. Don't forget to podcast the programme. Check out the, uh, the updates and everything else. First of all, though, before all of that, it's the business update with Matthew Schofield. Steve, the latest monthly unemployment figures will be...